Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Ernest, what's up? Look, today I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind, a real weight on my shoulders. You know, we all have these moments, big or small, that just stick with us. When we don't talk about these things, then they can start to affect our lives in unexpected ways. That's why having a space to express these feelings is so important. I know firsthand the benefits of therapy. It's been transformative for my friends and family. Therapy can help you learn crucial skills like setting boundaries and developing coping strategies. It's not just about dealing with major events. It's also about enhancing your day-to-day -day life, allowing you to become the best version of yourself. So if you've been thinking about therapy, BetterHelp can be a great option for you. It's entirely online, which makes it super convenient and adaptable to your busy schedule. You start by filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can even switch therapists at any time if you feel the need without any additional costs. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EarnYourLeisure today to get 10% off your first month. Remember, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash earn your leisure don't wait don't hesitate head over there now the month of september was one of the roughest in recent years do you believe the fourth quarter will be better for the market yeah historically whenever we've had bad decembers we normally 
have positive returns for the fourth quarter. Also, too, September is really important because of the fiscal year climate. So um, I think we'll start to see a lot more buying in October. I think we'll be fine, especially like amongst the Magnificent Seven. We'll be fine. Um, a lot of stocks came down to lows where relatively I would like them. Like if Apple got to 162, I would want to buy in there. It's currently a 173 and it hit a high in July of 198. So every time we have a September, we average between two to 7% for the fourth quarter. So unless this UAW strike remains, I'm still interested to see when people have to start paying back loans on a student loan side, how much of an impact that will have. The government shutdown won't have that big of an impact. But the biggest thing is if the Fed will keep raising rates, if they announce they won't raise rates for the rest of the year, definitively, I think that that will ease a little bit of the pressure and then the, the stock market will be a-okay going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, historically, when people ask why, I, I, would, I always look at his, what does history tell us? And historically, the fourth quarter has been the Money. best quarter to trade in, right? So if we look at over the past 40 to 50 years, the Nasdaq, on average, the, the best month to trade in has been, uh, no, well, January is the, the best month uh, with the average growth of 2.5%. Two, two November is the second with 1.8% growth, and December is, is, is third with 1.7%. That's the Nasdaq. So, yeah. I mean, you would think, all right, that makes sense, but let's look at other indexes. So the S&P, I'm, I'm going off my almanac when I'm talking about history. Mm -hmm. For the S&P, the number one uh, month to invest in is November with an average return of 1.7. So that's a broader look inside the market, over 500 mm -hmm. companies. Second is April and third is December. So you got two months inside of the fourth quarter for both the S&P and the NASDAQ. And then the Dow Jones, best month to trade in, April. Second is November with the average return of 1.7%. December is third with 1.6. And so across the Dow, the S&P, and the NASDAQ, Two of the three months inside of the quarter are the best on record to trade in. So will Absolutely. the fourth quarter be better? Yeah, because we're right now we're in October kind of ends it that that historical worst six months to tr months to trade in September being the worst. October been kind of shaky over the, the past ten to fifteen years, um, yeah. but we're headed toward the best time of the year if you're trading. And uh, the Christmas rally has been coming a lot earlier this year. Normally toward going into Christmas, stock market usually has a rally. Hedge funds are taking on clients. So the existing clients that you have, you can't really recruit a bunch of new clients if you're down a bunch of money. So, um, And I said, I think last year when we did Hulu um, at Madison Square, the first and fourth quarter are the best months to trade. It would be best to sit out the third anyway. And by this time, if you're going according to your trading plan, you should only have a few more trades up until November anyway, and you should be able to close out the year very strong. So the bookend, so like uh, trading the first hour and the last hour is ideal for trading, but on a quarterly cycle, trading the first quarter and fourth quarter are ideal, and this is a great time to pick up shares to roll into the next year as well. It's also simple. It's yeah. also simple. All, all seasonal, all history. Yep. yep. Okay, so um, the VIX rose 50% in the last 10 days. What key levels do we need to know uh, and what do we need to keep our eyes on to better have gains in the marketing? What is the VIX again for people that aren't familiar with the VIX? Yeah, the volatility index is a measure of what the volatility is doing in the market or how choppy the market can be. So if the VIX gets down to $12.46, we're, we're chaos 
is on the way. So the VIX does the opposite of our market. So the lower the VIX gets is usually a sign that the market is at a high and about to crash. And if we get to 1988, that means that stocks are going to boom. So if a VIX has a high, there's usually a low end for the stock market and the stock market is going to go up. If VIX is at a low, it means stocks are going to come down. So for example, if we go back to COVID, the VIX got to 85 bucks. Every Ooh. stock on earth was at its low. I know, right? And now from 2020 through earlier this month, we got to a low of 14 or, or excuse me, 12 and a half and some change. So um, if you go back to 1987, VIX was at $172.79. It was all hell on earth. Ever since then, the market has never hit that same volatility score again. So when the VIX is high, it is then time to buy. I'm channeling my inner, uh, 19 keys. Um, this keys, you've been in the studio a lot lately. Can't <laughs> wait to hear what you're working on. So if the VIX is at a high and the stock market is time to buy. Right. Cause that means that the, the prices are, are lower than they usually are. So is there a number, is there a number inside the VIX? And I remember during, during COVID, we were watching that number and we were like, if it gets to that 35 to 40 range, mm -hmm. we, we could train high. Is there a number that you look at to say, all right, did this some, some, some cause for alarm? Yeah, thirty-four dollars and eighty cent. Okay. So if, if it gets there, I'm well, and we're so far off from that now. And even though every week there's an, like UAW, um, Hollywood ended their strike, but now musicians are quietly talking about do they need to strike? What you guys do? I mean, because if a fan is having to stream your album twenty times a day for you to make twenty-five dollars off a fan, that's insane. But the market is remained relatively calm. This is one of the calmest environments. Like September was bloody. But overall, the crypto market has been positive. Stock market has been positive. We haven't seen that much volatility. But yeah, if it gets to the 34, 34, 80 spot, that's when I'll have a little bit of concern and trepidation. Yeah. And I mean, that would be a great correlation if, if people would look at, pull up the VIX, and you can type it in as your ticker, VIX, and just look at mm -hmm. what it did for the last month, even with all the volatility or the, the pullback in the market. The VIX never got above 20. Facts. Right. So that's that should tell you there's some stability happening here. Yeah.